Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, conmen, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers, while supplies last. Offer ends eight thirty one twenty. I missed by one percent. Well, what did you learn? Obviously, nothing. Well, obviously, about fifty nine percent of what you needed to know. That was it. Was sixty eight percent of what I needed to know. Oh, close, right? Empty yeah. who? Well, welcome to the Bite Me podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Cliff. I'm Dylan today. Are you sure about <laughs> who that? Who are you, you normally? Had to think about that. The world will never know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to be like Adam West. Because I found out Adam's real name. Oh, God. I won't reveal it. No, I feel like it. I can't remember what your name really is. This is the worst episode of our podcast yet. Adam, what have you been playing, for the love of God? What do you think I've been playing? <laughs> One, um, two, switch. <laughs> By himself. <laughs> right? Because what's Kevin doing? He's playing Final Fantasy. Or WoW. Shouldn't you be playing or Final Overwatch? Shouldn't or... you be playing Final Fantasy with Kevin? I should be, because he bought me four months worth of game time. <laughs> um, and shouldn't but... he not be playing WoW? <laughs> That's what well, sucks about subscription-based games. If you're not playing it, you're just losing money. You're literally money. throwing I... money in the garbage. And up until the point of him buying those cards for me, I was like, okay, I'll just kind of play, because I got 30 days free. Yeah. And then he's like, I bought you four months of game time. And I'm like, well, crap, guess I got to play now. That's a commitment. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, now I don't want to waste that money. That's a lot of commitment. Like, I've never done anything for four months. You've worked here, work for, here for like six. six. <laughs> well, <laughs> there actually, you go. You know, actually, other than jobs. Other I will than say, jobs. Like, that's a lot to keep up school. with. In, in a very, school. In a very strangely uh, appropriate way, today is actually the four-month anniversary of this podcast. Is it really? Yeah. Happy four-month anniversary. Because yeah. today's the, well, close-ish. It's the 14th, and our first podcast was... November uh, uh, November 17th. So, really? Yeah, by the time this airs, this will actually be essentially the four-month anniversary. Oh, so you've fun. done this for four months. Four-month anniversary. There you go. Look at that. Nice. <laughs> um, liter- I've literally been playing Legend of Zelda. Yeah. That's what I've been playing. It's real good. It's mm-hmm. real good. It's really good. And the world is huge, and it's a time suck, and I really thought I would have opened up more shrines by now, but mm-hmm. there's so, like, for as many as there's supposed to be in the game, I'm finding them very, very far and wide, like spread across. Interesting. What do you know? What percentage of the game you're done with? I have no idea. I don't even have. 
I don't even think I've got half of the areas completely unlocked, mapped out yet. So I was reading this morning that depending on how you play the game, you can actually finish it with a very low percentage done because oh, yeah. all of the like. So I, I've I've not played far enough to actually get one of these. There's some sort of little seeds you have to collect, mm-hmm. and apparently, yeah, there's like 900 of them in the game, mm-hmm. and getting one of those is like the same percentage done as like finding one of those is the same as beating a dungeon or a shrine or whatever. Oh, right. So oh, yeah, you can beat it. the game at like 10% done or 15% done. Oh, there's a, I mean, and still have a ton of collectibles. Theoretically, to once you get through the opening sequence of, uh, up on the great plateau, which is your starting area. Once you get through that initial thing, you can go right from there to Ganon. Really? Yeah. And just do that. It's very, very difficult. Interesting. But you can, like, that's how open world the game is. You can go, you can skip everything and go right from where you start to the end. Yeah, I've heard speedruns of that game are down to like under an hour. 45 minutes, Is yeah, or 55 okay. minutes. Yeah, it's it's fast. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's like I tried beating one of those giant rock monsters without the proper uh, equipment right off Didn't the bat, well. and I'm like, uh-uh, yeah. you know, I don't know how to do this, and I can't imagine going up against the final boss of the game. That's crazy. With a with a stick. <laughs> that breaks after you hit him twice. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> need another stick. So, but yeah, um, that's what I've, that's literally what, what I've been, playing, been playing, aside from our uh, Rocket League date night. We had a Rocket League date night. Yeah, it was fun. It was super fun. Yeah, last, Dylan has a question, he's raising his hand, Can which doesn't. I ask doesn't... a question on Zelda first before we move past Please. Zelda? Oh, yeah. Um, no. How big is the map actually? Because we saw like the diagrams when Real before big. the game. Like, it's how massive. does it compare to like other ga- open world games you've played? Because I was just curious. Have you that seen, seemed huge. Like, have you seen the 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 visual comparison like with the squares? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We saw the diagram before, but I'm just saying, how does that actually feel when you're playing the game? Like, it's huge. It is it's huge. huge. There's like, so there's a there's a point where you can jump off of the cliff at the shrine and fly uh, with your paraglider to this island which the island itself is its own trial slash shrine, basically. And I ran out of stamina, not even halfway through the flight to the island, fell and drowned. Then I went and I upgraded my stamina cells by twice. Was that like stem cells? I don't think so. Maybe. I think it's a but different it's, thing entirely, But it's the stamina, but... the stamina meter. I filled it up with two extra cells, and I still didn't have enough to make it all the way across. So halfway through the flight, I had to eat food that gave me, that refilled my stamina, and then I barely made it across that. And you can see the island from the cliff that you jump off yeah. of, and you can see it on the map. And it doesn't look, it's pretty well done when they scale out the, the distances between I think that's places. the thing that I found most interesting about it, how often I will, like, pull up your little, like, looking glass thing. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I just want to look over there. And then I, I go to the map and realize that that's actually a huge amount of distance. Like, the draw mm-hmm. distance on this game is very interesting, very yeah. impressive. Um, I, I looked it up, and according to some guy, um, to walk north to south, if you just start walking, is about a little under a half hour. And to walk west to east is a little over a half hour in, like, real time. Really? And what's crazy to me is how fast you move across that map. And that's without sprinting. That's just walking. Yeah. So it's a big map. It's a real yeah. big map. Uh-huh. It's huge. I was just wondering kind of how it how it compared to because I didn't play enough of it mm-hmm. when I was just sitting here to really grasp the size of it. But it looked huge. But I'm wondering how does that compare to like playing these other large open worlds yeah. that I'm familiar with, whether that's Skyrim or it's definitely bigger than Skyrim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it feels that Skyrim's way. so dense too, though. Like. Um, yeah, with this, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There, there's a lot of stuff to do, obviously, but 
the the enemy like there's a lot of little secrets yep. and things like that when it comes to actual battles with enemies and stuff i don't know how random those are generated i know that some stuff is is yeah. is, is there it's specifically meant to be right where they are so but i don't know if they have any randomly like generated stuff, stuff. popping up outside of the skeletons that come up at night yeah i don't know i'm not sure but um but the the thing that i'm loving is that now that i've Unlocked a shrine way over here in the east, and then another shrine way you over here in the west, and this village yeah, yeah. here, and blah, blah, blah. I can bounce. Now it's getting easier to bounce back and forth, whereas before I was spending, a you know, 15, walking. 20 minutes. Well, where Exploring, am I going? Yeah. yeah. And especially if you haven't gotten to the top of a tower to unlock that area, because it's kind of like, I want to say it's Assassin's Creed that kind of did that, yeah. where you would go up to the top of and a tower, view it, and then you vision. could see everything. Yeah. It was Assassin's Creed, and then every other Ubisoft game made after Ever, Assassin's yeah. Creed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah go up Far the, Cry works that go way. Go up to the tower and yeah. see. I'm like, that's an yeah. annoying mechanic. But. Right. Well, this is cool because all these Zelda's towers. done it pretty well, though. Yeah, because yeah. they once once the towers pop up everywhere, you can literally see them from wherever you're at if you yeah. go into your little. Yeah, and I think I think that is actually really what makes the difference, though, is that you uh, any Ubisoft game, you go to the top of the tower and it just unlocks your map. Whereas Zelda, it's really more like go to the top tower and see what you can actually see through your eyes and through your yeah. mm-hmm. what's that thing called it's your the the your little telescope. That's what we're calling thing. It's a it's a telescope. Yeah, <laughs> ye old telescope. Yep, pretty Arr, much. I don't know. I would go with that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, it's super fun. I love it. It is good. Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. ones I've been playing too. Mm-hmm. I haven't put a ton of time. I'm still on the plateau. Mm-hmm. So all right. Yeah. The only the only issue I do have with the game uh, now that I've spent time with it is the frame rate issue. Um, when you're playing it in docked mode and it upscales it to 900p, like that's the only uh, the only issue I've noticed. Yeah, I haven't played it much that way. Honestly, yeah, I get you get some weird frame rate issues, and it's it's a lot more frequent than it should be. Sure, but that's really my only complaint with the game. Yeah. It looks great too. Oh yeah, so, and it's fun. Yeah. What about you? Me, I played lots of stuff. I know. Um, and I have, you went to college, and you kept uh, yeah. the family going, and you kept our digital department going, and all this stuff. Stuff, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, uh, I have played Zelda, but not a ton. I've played maybe another hour since last week. Um, same with Horizon Zero Dawn. I've played some more of that. Maybe another probably two hours on that. I'm mm-hmm. really liking that game. It's that's good. I'm gonna get it. Eventually. It's just so pretty. Yeah. Um, and and the mechanics are so good. And then like I just unlocked the ability to do all these like cool slow mo moves. So like nice. I can run and slide on my knees, and the entire game goes into slow mo. So you can do these. You can do the things you see in the trailer while you're where you slide up to a dinosaur and it goes slow mo, and you pull back your bow and you know shoot them, and you jump down from things, and sh- it's really cool as you get more abilities. So um, that's been fun. I finished up Layers of Fear, which uh, is free this entire month. So if you don't have it now, um, you can get it through the end of March. It's an Xbox game with gold, games with gold game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a lot of game in that sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed it. It. Uh, Took me maybe three and a half hours to beat, so it's definitely one you could beat in an afternoon or an evening if you wanted. It was, if you are like me and you like things that are kind of scary but not super duper scary, um, like if you look at Resident Evil, go like, no, nah, I don't even want to think about playing that. <laughs> but you're like, I like to be, you know, a little frightened. Layers of Fear is the perfect game. There's really very little in the way of like jump scares. It's more just atmospheric. Um, I got apparently there's three endings. I got the neutral ending, which. I guess is okay. Um, <laughs> How did you feel about the ending? I I actually really liked the ending. Okay. It was it, honestly, it was kind of. I was surprised that there was a good ending. Uh, like, <laughs> like I mean, who has a horror game that ends 
on an up well, note. yeah, on an upbeat. So yeah, this I, I did not get the worst of the endings. Um, so is it was it an ending based on how much you unlocked in the game, or how much you found in the game, or was it based on the decisions you made? Apparently, yes, it's okay. based on how many of these different. The funny thing is, I felt like I was very thorough, and apparently, I did not find everything. But it's based on how many different like kind of paper things, you know, with notes you find and based on how many pictures you find and based on how you interact with kind of the dead people in your house and interact with objects is, is how it bases the end of the game. And it was it was plenty good to play through once. It's probably not something I would play through another two times to get other endings. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I was really happy with it. It was just scary enough. It was a great way to spend. I, I think I did it over, I think, six days. So I did like six half-hour sessions, and that oh, okay. was that was perfect. I really, really liked it. And for, like, it's normally 20 bucks. I don't know if I'd play pay 20 bucks for it, but I'd pay 10 or 15 for it on sale. And if you can get it for free, you may as well get it for free. Yeah, if you can um, do it. And I think right now they're actually, or either they have or they're going to very soon um, release, a, like, the Google Daydream um, version, like, so the VR oh, really? with the phone. And it could be oh, wow. a fun VR game too. So cool, cool, cool. Um, played that. I played um, Lego Worlds, which was just released this week. It's kind of a open worldy Lego game, um, <laughs> which sounds strange, and it kind of is. Um, it's been in early access for probably a year or two. Oh, I bought wow. it. I bought it like two years ago because I thought like, oh, that will be a fun game eventually. Um, and it was like fifteen bucks if I bought it then versus if you buy it now, where it's like thirty or forty. Um, it on my PC, which is a, a nice PC, runs real bad. Um, the draw distance is like I don't know me to Adam, which is about four feet away. Oh, um, no. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's only very beautiful like in your immediate <laughs> vicinity. Um, it I can't get it to run full screen on my computer. If I try and run it like full screen it crashes every single time so i have to run it like windowed which is real janky yeah the windowed full screen stuff yeah i'm still learning how that that yeah and it just like i try i mean it's it's one of those games that i'm like oh I've, my kid really wanted to play it and i'm like we got about an hour and a half and by the time i actually got it running we only had like maybe 50 minutes to actually play it oh, like no. that's how kind of okay. and it's weird because it's a telltale thing you'd think that it would use the same tech essentially as any of the other millions of lego games out there um hmm. but it's kind of repetitive and like i, I i've so only is it played different than other lego games yeah real okay. different like you start out you kind of like skydive into this lego world <laughs> which is really like literally you you see the lego world rushing up at you um and you land and you you have a spaceship that's broken and you have to do all these like kind of weird like i, I i've played about an hour and it still feels like i'm in the tutorial where they're trying to like show me how to do stuff um but it's way too long of a tutorial there's way too many different things you can do i i don't know i i'm gonna kind of withhold judgment until i can play it for another maybe hour or so but so far i'm real bored and not impressed okay. so we'll gotcha. see um i also played lego dimensions um because we're giving a copy away of it yes um, and by, so now and uh, by the time this airs if you have not entered i'm sorry you missed it yeah um. <laughs> so yeah if you have entered though and you're listening to this make sure you check you our social media stuff yeah we'll announce winners on facebook mm-hmm. and our website and twitter and all that stuff so and we'll probably i'm, well, I'm assuming we're going to message the winner directly. oh yeah, yeah yeah we'll yeah. message them yeah. they'll know yeah. um but you know i i i bought this for my kid, actually, about a, I think not this Christmas, but the Christmas before. Um, and, you know, I, he'd played it a bunch, but I had never really sat down and tried it. And it was super fun. Like, and, and it plays exactly like all the other Lego games you've ever played. Okay. Um, except that it's like, I don't know, almost schizophrenic in where you're playing. Because, you know, normally you play Lego Indiana Jones and the entire thing is set in Indiana Jones. And you essentially play through the movies or you play Star Wars, and you play through the movies. This was, you start out with a like 15 minutes of cutscenes where they're kind of setting up the story and then you play through like 
I don't know, 20 minutes of The Wizard of Oz or a half hour of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it just like takes your, so you're playing as Batman, Gandalf, and Wild Style from the Lego movies, <laughs> and they just dump you into The Wizard of Oz, and you have to go defeat the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, All right. And so, and then as soon as you beat her, they pull you through another portal, and you're in The Simpsons. So like, it's it's real random, but uh, in kind of a fun way where you're you know you you're never gonna get bored of this game and there's so many extra things you can buy for it um i talked to my kid and, and he's like yeah you know I, I liked it but he's such a minecraft freak that you know we buy him these things and he plays them for a day or two and then like goes back to minecraft, back to minecraft. so <laughs> yeah i i think i might play more of it though because i'm really having fun with it so okay we'll see um and we all also played one two switch yeah that was uh hmm it it was an experience. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely an experience. And I did not actually play it. I watched you guys play it, which was absolutely hilarious. So I I gotta think that we had the, a dance off. They did have a dance off. It was incredible. <laughs> absolutely. If you could see incredible. my eyes rolling right now, yeah. it would hurt you. How the good hard news is we have video of them playing it, and Ugh. at some point in time, that will be posted to our YouTube's as it soon will. as Dylan gets around to editing it. Yes. So it's great. Um, mm. I think that it is the perfect party game. Like I, oh yeah, it's going to be a great game to get eight of your friends and hang out in front of the TV and have some drinks and have some fun. Or, um, like my kid played it this weekend. He had a sleepover and they came and, and played. I, I showed these. I wish I could post this video to the internet, but I can't because one of the kids is not mine. If it was just my kid, I would be showing it right now. But they did right. the runway. Cap, yeah, runway challenge. So, like, literally your entire thing is to be, uh, like, a, a supermodel, like, you are sashaying, sashaying down, down the, the runway. runway. And <laughs> watching two nine-year-olds just, like, I mean... It's funny. It's, it's hilarious. hilarious. Hips and arms, and then they come in and do their poses. It's amazing. So, and, and so they played it for probably an hour and a half, and they had a great time, you know, doing the quick draws. And, right. you know, so I, I, there's. I can imagine that it's a, it's a game that's for sure going to be a lot more fun, I think, for the people watching. Exactly. Because yeah. unless you're hammered or a child. Yeah. Which is kind of the same thing, I, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. The games are not. It's definitely. I feel like it should have been a pack-in game. Absolutely, hundred um, percent, or twenty bucks, or twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah, I paid the full price, but that's my. Problem. I just rented it. I was smarter yeah. than Adam. Um, <laughs> but, As most people are wont. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think, and I think that's the thing is, is hopefully that game drops in price eventually down to that twenty twenty-five dollar mm-hmm. price, and because I think I, I really do think it could be a fun game to play with some friends. You know, maybe a little bit drunk. Um, <laughs> you know, if only because there are some of the games that are like you might need to have slightly lowered inhibitions to really get the most of, like like the dance off or the catwalk or um, there's like a beach running one or you know like you know what the the gunslinger one. No, anyone can. No, do the that. gunslinger one's fun. Yeah, I like that one. Or the the samurai I, one. I like the spinny or, plate one too. I yeah, did. You guys ever one. play the wizard one? No, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't. Wizard duel. is really fun. It's like, I mean, it's literally like the wizard duel between Harry Potter and Voldemort at the end of I don't know the fourth yeah. movie. It's real fun. So, you know, and I think that's the reality is that there's it's kind of a mixed bag of twenty eight games where there's probably ten that are really fun and like maybe another five or six they're like hey this could be fun in the right situation and then like another 10 they're like these are kind of dumb mm-hmm. so and that game is really cool because it's opening doors for a lot of different types of players yeah well and we're gonna talk about that now or you want to talk about it later i was just teasing He's what's coming up, up setting things this is, up this is a cool story this is yeah, a really, really cool, cool story. story um also i just playing one two switch it does show off some of the technology really well um adam and i really enjoyed the marble game so uh-huh. it's a game where it puts 
some amount of digital marbles and some digital box. But when you move the Joy-Con, you can feel the marbles rolling in it as mm-hmm. if it was a box with marbles in it. And the idea is to count the number of marbles in there. And you can, you can feel them tapping the box and tapping each other. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's really well done. I could sit there and do that. I really like the safe for, crack one. The safe crack, safe crack one was, was cool. cool. I like that one too. I, there's definitely some cool technology that, that game shows off, mm-hmm. and I, if other, if they found a way to have more mini games that incorporated that, that might have been a, a full price title. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that that tech when it comes to the new Mario Party games. If they if they have another one come out, yep. I'd like to see how they integrate that into those games because that could add a whole another level. Or like, did you guys play the play WarioWare? I never Wii. played it, but I've I heard, always I've wanted heard to. That was real it's good. really it's interesting because it's mini games, but they're mini games that last like five ten seconds, seconds more yeah. than minutes, and you just like do one after the other after the other. I could see, I could see some cool use of that tech, and I mean, I think really what we have to hope with with the Switch is that Nintendo, they've kind of said like, hey, we want to be careful about what we put on this and not just allow a bunch of shovelware. And so hopefully, unlike the Wii, that had some great titles but also had a lot of garbage titles, like they curate a little more mm-hmm. what's good and, and then, you know, you can hope that there'll be some really high-quality stuff that uses these controllers. But, I mean, overall, they're, the tech's awesome. The tech's absolutely awesome. And it makes, it makes you feel better, I think, about paying $70 oh, yeah. for a, an Elite controller or... $80 for more Joy-Cons or something? Yeah, it's $80 for yeah. the Joy-Con and $70 for the Pro Controller. There's a lot of fun. lot of technology in there. Yeah. So. At least you get two controllers with the... I know, right? right? Technically, it, you're getting two controllers, it's, so it's, it's okay. It's really interesting. I, I, I'm cool with it. Yeah. So. yeah. One last it. thing I would say about 1-2-Switch 2, I think a real bad decision they made was how often you have to swap, like, how often you have to put the little extra um, bits, I don't yeah. know what those are called, the, the thumb-patty little things that slap onto the joypad. But then, like, when you guys didn't play the baby one. But no. the baby one, literally, you have to snap them back on the Switch and hold the yeah. entire Switch. So if you're docked, you have to undock it, and put them on, the and then use it. I'm like, that's just dumb. And yeah. there's also a couple kind of one-player games in there, too, yeah. um, which is kind of strange. So it's weird if you're putting it in shuffle mode that, like... I want to be able to, like, if I'm going to play Adam, I want to put it on a shuffle mode and just have games that right. we're each using one. Yeah. And then, controller. oh, sorry, Adam, you can't play with me. Man. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but it's not even that. But I mean, there's one where you, like, shake a bottle of champagne and it's kind of hot potato, like, the, the when the champagne bursts. No one wins. There's yeah, not, there's, there's no winner. No... It's like there's only a loser. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But it doesn't even make you feel like a loser. Yeah. So, there's, there's just some strange decisions. But, you know, over, we've probably talked about 1-2-Switch enough, to be honest. Yeah, probably right. more than it deserves. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Yay, Rocket League. Yeah, so this week we, uh, we've been trying to get together to play Rocket League for... I don't know. Since at least three, we, at least three days. It. No, it's before. Yeah, before <laughs> Christmas, I would say. Just just three days, seventy two hours. At, yeah. at least three. Days, at least I, yeah. I think probably oh. before Christmas because I think you bought it in part of like the Thanksgiving sale. I bought. Yeah. Because I mean, I know. Well, well I, bought I bought it on, it on the, the same. Yeah, the Black Friday sale. Yeah, I was gonna on, say because I bought it before my kid even actually knew he owned a PlayStation. So yeah, we talk, yeah. <laughs> so we've been trying to get together for a solid two or three months now, and mm-hmm. on Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday yeah, we actually got together and played for. I don't know, two, two, two and a half hours. hours. Probably, probably between the three of us, we played for about three hours. Yeah, Dylan I, and I came were early. I late. came late. I left early. Yeah. But uh, it was super fun. It was like, yeah. awesome. Yeah, we're, we're not bad. We need to fix your headset, though, because the Facebook call thing, like, don't get me wrong, it was fine. It worked fine. But I had my Sony headset yeah, yeah, ready to go, yeah, yeah. and I had the chat mix and everything yeah. ready to go. I'm just going to have to get a fancy headset. Yeah, yeah. Dylan, Dylan. I wasn't really prepared. <laughs> I'm like, I've Dylan. never gamed with anyone on a PlayStation before. He, so it's fun. He, he, I tried to, like, 
I don't know, conference him in. I don't know what the, the right terminology yeah, invite, for Invite to a chat party. Yeah, yeah. And he just like, remember like if you, when you were real young, probably more Adam and I, if you had like an old walkie talkie, like you could talk on him, but then they had that like squeal the sound squelch. that you could send. Yeah. yeah. That's all he sounded like. <laughs> I'm like, well, this isn't going to work terrible. at all. But we had a great time. We won probably more than we lost. Um, yeah. it, was, it was really good. Oh, yeah. Ask for more. You, Dylan, you're quite the. <laughs> The goal master, so, yeah, whatever. You said you got five goals in the last <laughs> like game. like five in the last game. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we were like, what's the score? I look at, holy crap, we're winning. We got like five points. He's like, yeah, I think I got them all. And I'm like, yeah, you, you got them all. He's like, yeah, I got them all. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. We should uh, at some point in the future maybe even like think about, I don't want to, I'm not going to say a tournament, but it would be fun to like open up to a bunch of because I know we've got a couple people that listen that really like Rocket League too. We could right. do a private server and, and, oh, that'd be fun. and play with <laughs> even just fun, eight people yeah. do 4v4 or something for a couple hours. It'd be a good time. I can't imagine 4v4. 3v3 it's so crazy. Is crazy enough. Yeah, 4v4, they call it chaos mode, and that is 100% what it is. I believe it. Yeah, I played, I played 4v4 for probably the first 20 hours I played because I was I figured that way if I screwed up there'd be like more it's to hard spread to tell it over. Really screwed it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like this is just crazy. So but it'd be a good time. We'll have to we'll have to think about figuring that out. Now do you think like if you played like four V four Rocket League and had like your own house rule where you had to have a full time goalie so that someone had to stay be kind of in the goalie box. Like would that would that function as a yeah, game? Probably. Think? Although I really I hate playing against teams that have a full time goalie. Yeah. So I think it would actually maybe it would probably work better, but I think it would actually make the game within less the, fun. Within the four V four. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just funny me. that there's like a, a meta within Rocket League where one person stays in the goal. Right. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the funny thing about goalies though, and, and as you like progress through like from not having played to playing like say level 40 or 50 is that when you first start out no one plays goalie because no one wants to no one knows how to <laughs> and then you hit about level 20 and all of a sudden they're like oh the only way to win is to play with a goalie and you'll play with everyone every team will have a, a person who wants to play dedicated goalie through like level 25 or 30 and then everyone's like oh how many goalies dumb and you'll <laughs> never play with the team that plays the goalie again so <laughs> Nice. It's strange. Um, last game. I've played one more game. I can't believe you. Um, I've only played this one for a half hour. I started this morning. It's uh, Firewatch, which was... Like, I thought you'd already played this. I have not. It was super high on my list of games from 2016 that oh. I wanted to play in 2017. I've played a half hour of it. It is... First of all, it starts out just like Ori and just like The Last of Us. It starts God. out real sad. <laughs> real, real, real sad. Um and, and it actually starts out kind of interesting. It's almost like a kind of a choose your own adventure kind of mm-hmm. thing where it'll kind of say, hey, this scenario happened. Choose your outcome. You know, choose one of two options for that. Um, and I don't know how different it makes the game, but uh, it's real sad. Um, <laughs> but it's also just stunning. Like the graphics in that game are just off the hook. I was you're walking through this forest because you literally are a guy watching four fires yeah. um, in the forest. And I'm just like, I screenshot. Screenshot, <laughs> screenshot, because it's beautiful. Right. So I'm very excited about uh, doing that. I told Dylan I meant to record it this morning, and I screwed it up. So I'll probably play the first half hour again, and I'll put all my playthroughs of that up on our our YouTube page too. So nice. And, and how long is this one? Do we know? I don't think so. I, I, I think it's like three or like, four hours. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've one of those I've good narrative always wanted adventures. to try it. Oh, you you own it, right? No. Oh, it's I own the Witness, I which I know graphic like art styley wise, similar. It's similar. Yeah, it's, Witness is real fun. You've played the Witness, though, yeah. Right? I played the Witness. So hard. It's really fun, but God, it's hard. Yeah, that's and the Witness. Like I said before, it wasn't the game I was expecting. You bounced off it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I'll still play it once in a while if I really want to frustrate the crap out of myself right. and bang my head into a wall. It's hard. I think The Witness is actually probably a game that would be really good played with 
multiple people. Yeah. Um, because sometimes the puzzles are Or just, with a guide in front of you. Yeah. Well, but a guide would... Like, I don't know if there's any way they could give you a guide for that that you wouldn't just feel like you were cheating your way through the entire game. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I've not looked up any answers to any puzzles <laughs> in that game at all. Yeah, and I guess maybe if you're just doing them one-offs, but, like, playing with a guide would be be dumb. But, like, playing, like, I cannot solve this puzzle, yeah, that's totally legit. But uh, I think it'd be fun to play with, like, two or three people that could, like, oh, no, no, try this. Oh, no, 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 try this. And I think the the puzzles would be less frustrating. For sure. I think we're going to actually give a copy of The Witness Away this week. Yes. We'll do it. It'll be on Twitter. Watch for it on Twitter. Is that where we're going to do it? Oh, sure, why not? Okay. So we'll give a a copy of The Witness Away. It's, It's, like... Take what we have just said about it. It's really fun. It was like multiple Game of the Year nominees last oh, year. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Blow, the same guy who made Braid. It, if you like Braid, you'll like The Witness. It's just hard. So, shit, what were we saying? <laughs> oh, The Witness, it's you... blah, 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 using a game guide, on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's just go to Dylan Dylan, now. what have you, you been games? playing? Well, aside from our Rocket League party, party? I played some more Overwatch um, with some buddies. Um which got me thinking more about like Overwatch in general and the story of Overwatch, which I think we're gonna kind of talk about a little bit later a little bit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't spend too much time on it. We know how great Overwatch is. I don't. I've never played it. Um, Adam, this week Adam is going to buy Overwatch and play it with me. I don't have. Did that okay. work? I could yes. just bring in a computer. Probably. You could. You've got a computer. You could just play my copy of it. And you could try it out. See if you like it. Oh, I'm, that's then, the thing. I'm sure I'm going you're to like, gonna like this it. game. You just yeah, don't need another game problem. in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you read the comics yet? No, but I I, I'm kind of excited to, and I think that's what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Right? I, yeah, so. A little bit, yeah. I, I want to. I really, really, really want to. But, yeah. you know. Um, and then I've been playing more League of Legends. Um, I'm, oh, I was we, like, what is, what is LOL? <laughs> what <laughs> a game is that? It's a joke, Adam. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, after our esports discussion um, last week, I've been, like, fired up to just play competitive games, so me and my buddy are going to, we're going to duo together and try to, like, conquer ranked League of Legends play. Um, We're going to see how it works. I did the same thing with Rocket League. I started playing ranked Rocket League this week. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're already a long way through the season, so um, not going to, our goal's not going to be super high, but (laughs) hopefully we can get to gold or something. Um, he, He was, like, in platinum the last season so he's much much good? better than i yeah yes, usually bronze gold platinum uh, yeah. oh bronze silver gold platinum diamond and then you're like geez A-list, there's a so. lot of rank and, um, but there's only like what 16 levels only for no oh no this is law i was thinking yeah. hearthstone oh, oh, oh um, okay yeah and hearthstone um that's yeah it's a little different but it's a similar structure structure sure um that's real cool but yeah and i think after once you get so high, you're literally like a numbered player in a list. Um, oh, wow. Of those games. So not being very League of Legends smart, um, when you're playing with one other player, is that a complete team or are you still pulling in a random? So it's 5v5. Oh, so pulling um, Unless three you randoms. play the 3v3 mode, but that won't be for ranked play. Um, but in ranked play, you can only solo or duo. Oh, really? So you can't bring a full five team in and play versus... Why? five scrubs that are all getting matched together because that would be unfair right if your five plays against five one-offs yeah together, i guess you same, get, same thing in rocket mopped. league though rocket yeah. league you can play up to i mean you can play 3v3 versus yeah. a team of three i just it would be so un, un, interesting unfair. i i would have um, no idea that's really interesting yeah. so when you do so the, so you're saying it's only single 
player for competitive? Single or duo. Single, okay. So you can bring a, you can bring a buddy. So you so could then, in theory be two teams of two plus an extra. Plus a one, yeah. Um, and that's in solo and duo queue. And how so. long does a league, uh, how much, how long does a League of Legends match last? I would average forty-five minutes. That's a long time to keep short games. Ten random people together. Short games. If you steamroll, you're gonna, you could win in twenty or thirty. Long games will go an hour, hour and fifteen. Um, I'll just hang out in my Rocket League where a long game goes yeah. seven minutes, maybe eight. <laughs> we, we just need to sit down and like play a game. I guess, and then yeah. you guys can. Because, yeah, I still have no um, idea how these games work. Yeah. I just know there's a lot of clicking. And it, it would become very <laughs> apparent why why it would be like having a team advantage. Would, okay. You would just. That's get, really interesting. I had no idea. Um, but huh. it's, it's a lot of fun. But, man, I'm. I've never been a keyboard and mouse person, so yeah. the struggle of me being good at these games is tough. Is tough, but well, you need a mechanical keyboard now. You have a mechanical keyboard. Yeah, I, I have. I have the, the the gear. I have the gear. I don't have the fingers. <laughs> uh, I'm getting a lot better yeah. though. Yeah, um, the, playing Final Fantasy on that with with all the with the moving and the strafing and the one two three yeah. four five and the control one two yeah. three four five and all this it's crap. Crazy. I'm yeah. I'm randomly firing off the one thing that takes like five minutes to recharge yeah. in the middle of a battle that I could use it in. It, yeah. The, yeah, wrong. I time. tell you, it's going terrible. from playing Rocket League on the Xbox to playing Rocket League on the PS4 was so strange. It probably took me the first hour to like <laughs> because the buttons in theory are the exact same. Like you know how I said like I don't even think the buttons are at the same place. They are. It's just that the like my muscle memory for where that button should be is about. I don't know, a half inch to the left for all the buttons. It's yeah. really weird. It's You don't think of those controllers as being that different, but they are yeah. remarkably different. See, I, I, I think because I don't play as much Rocket League as you on the Xbox, I don't notice anything because I'm just bad either yep. way. So <laughs> he's, he's matters, wrong. He's really good. I will say having a little hotkey or two on my mouse is amazing, yep. though, because like I can map alt the alt button to that. So if you... Alt and do one of your spells in League. You cast it on yourself, right? I didn't even oh, very think so, of doing And I'm that. really bad at that kind of stuff when yeah. I, especially when you're like in this team fight and you're yeah. trying to put a specific spell on yourself versus someone else. Especially because one of one of the characters I like playing has a, like a resurrection type spell. Mm. He casts Chrono Shift, and when you you can do it on uh, your team or yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you die within, when you cast it on yourself, you have a timer. If you die within that timer, you'll resurrect with 600 health plus however your statistics very cool. match up at that point but it, if you don't if you miss the click on yourself or click on the wrong <laughs> you just wrong resurrect teammate, someone else you just or they waste have it. full health and yep. you just totally wasted the yeah. spell and that can just be game breaking because that's like your ultimate ability so it have you seen the mouse that i think razor makes that's specifically for mobas it yeah. has like 24 buttons on the side oh of it. yeah <laughs> that's crazy um but like, and I could, yeah, I've, I saw that mouse and I'm like, where would you ever use a mouse like that? I don't understand. I would be. Well, then I started playing, started playing online and I'm like, oh, oh. all those buttons make so much sense. Again. And the whole mapping, the extra, yeah. like the alt or control button or whatever. Yeah. I never thought it's about like doing what, that. Whatever button or sometimes there's a key that you really don't like. Cause mm-hmm. like, there's like the number row above your Q, W, E, R buttons that you're going to use frequently and some of them are just really unnatural and my fingers yeah. don't like to move that way so I can put one of them because there's two on the Death Adder, the Razor Death Adder mm-hmm. mouse. There's, mouse so there's two, there's two mouse. buttons so one's all and then one I can use for one of those buttons that my fingers just don't yeah. like to click very well. The uh, the 
Razer keyboard I have, and I can never remember which one it is. It's like the one you have, but I have an extra row of, of macro buttons. So mm-hmm. if I actually played MMOs or MOBAs, I yeah. actually have five programmable buttons on the left that I can program multiple things to. So I could hit one button and it would do like five key presses. That would be really nice. Right? <laughs> I, really I should really nice. pick up some sort of game that that would matter uh. in. I bought it because I'm like, oh, someday this could be handy. And I've had it for over a year now and it's never like, I like playing casual games. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, whatever. There's no, there, you only needed one button in Firewatch. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Anyway, should we talk some news? Yeah, news, let's do it. News, I'm news. <laughs> that will not ever be our news bumper. I ever. don't know. I might have to do that. I might have to pull that out of the show. <laughs> um, before we get into news, I think a buddy of mine just uh, texted me. And he's listening to last week's episode, and all he texted was, ha, 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 Zima. <laughs> Did we talking about Zima I last episode? Talking about it. Uh, I don't was know. That, that, that's that nasty alcohol, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wait, it's what were we gonna so do? We were gonna do something with Zima. And... I don't remember, but I, I yeah. absolutely adore that. That's the thing he pulled out you were of the show. Wait out at a midnight lunch with Zima. With Zima. Oh yeah. <laughs> just got so excited we're about out Zima. Of control in here. I just tried to point to Dylan. I hit my microphone and swooped it like three feet to the left. Anyway, news. News. Don't say news again. Uh, news. Oh. Mass Effect Andromeda is launching, I believe, next Tuesday. But if you are an EA Access member, either on PC or Xbox, you can start playing this on Thursday, uh, the 16th. And you can play up to 10 hours. Um, If you want to play multiplayer, you can play an unlimited amount of multiplayer for that 10 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to play single player, you can actually play, I think, almost an entire campaign. So if, if you want to check out Mass Effect before you buy it, um, now is a great time to to get that going. This kind of, to me, actually brought up a bigger question, um, especially for those of us that are kind of multi-consolists, um, which is a word I just coined myself, yeah. or have PCs. TM. So um, Mass Effect is obviously launching PlayStation 4, Xbox, and PC, which kind of gives you kind of an interesting conundrum if you own... All More three. than one of those, or all three, like I do. Yeah, um, you don't. You, you no, know, I've got a PS4, PS4, PS4 Pro. Yeah, and so and, PC. and so normally this would be an Xbox game for me because I just prefer playing games on the Xbox. Um, I like the controller better. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm used to it. But you've got a PS4 Pro and an HD R 4K TV. So in theory, oh. it's going to look a lot better on the, the PlayStation PS4 Pro. Yeah, um, but. I could also play to my PC where it would look real nice too. Or you could wait until my Scorpio comes out, in which case I'm sure they will updo it. But do I really want to be playing Mass Effect eight months from now? Yeah, you know, the game's out now. The game's out now. So, and I mean, the earliest, earliest, earliest Scorpio is going to launch is maybe August, right? And probably more like September, October. I would say get it on the PS4. Yeah, obviously. And what I need to find out though is like the first three Mass Effect games were like if you beat the first Mass Effect, you can then import your character into the second Mass Effect, and it would be impactful. And then you could import it into the third Mass Effect, and it would also be impactful. Were the were the Mass Effect games before this only Xbox? No, they were on the PlayStation Two and the PC. Okay, so mm-hmm. wouldn't you, in theory, be able to? They were Xbox exclusives originally. Originally, right? and then they came out later. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so, but I don't think you'll be able to import from say the if I buy this one on the PS4, I will not be able to. If assuming there is an uh, Andromeda Two, I won't be able to import that save into you my Scorpio think, think two years from those. now. Yeah, and so it's kind of you know like whatever system you buy it on now is probably the system you're going to be locked into presumably for at least a couple of games in this. Assuming you want to move that save forward, at so, least another trilogy, I would assume. I, you know, I would save. hope so. I'm sure it's based on how well it does, but uh, well, I mean the hype around it's just huge. Yeah. 
Pass. I mean, these, are, these are good games. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The first, the, uh, I've played the first two and loved both of them. I've played a lot of the Never third played one. Played a single one. They're real good. Um, you like Fallout. For the most part, yeah, kind of like I liked, that. I liked Fallout Three, probably more actiony. Yeah, it's more yeah. actiony. Um, I might be into it then, because yeah, I liked I liked Fallout Three. Fallout Four was a, is a great game. It's just there is way too much to, to that game. That's interesting. Like I like Four so much more than I like Three. Oh really? Yeah, mm. but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. different strokes. It's a thing. Um, but so like, so, I, and I I literally still do not know. I probably will play the preview on the Xbox just because that's where I have EA access. Um, but. I don't know. I want to. I want to buy this game. I really want to play it, but I want it to look as good as I can. Mm-hmm. But then there's this future proofing. Well, problem, and maybe, so. but maybe then again, maybe by the time the Scorpio comes out, they'll have at least figured some way to do a cross-platform thing. Because yeah. I know that's been that's that's a thing they're talking about. Yeah. Or maybe so. Maybe they will. Maybe it just doesn't matter. Maybe it's going to look. I mean, I'll I'll play it on the Xbox, and if it looks great, um, because I mean. Even I have, a, I have an Xbox One S, so it, you know it often will give you a little bit of extra something. Well, you get HDR on the One S, don't you? Yeah, I get yeah. HDR, so hopefully it has HDR built in. The 4K maybe does. Oh wait, maybe you get, wait the Xbox One S is isn't it 4K no. and HDR or is it just nope, HDR? Just HDR. Okay, so which ninety? I'm sorry, ninety percent of the quality in, on the PS4 the Pro, HDR, in my right? opinion, comes from the HDR, not the 4K. And I haven't done a lot of testing between 4K and not 4K, but. Yeah. I, I don't know. The um, HDR for me is where, especially that's the where distance it's at. you sit from that TV. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I guess I guess we'll find out what decision I ultimately make eventually. But yeah, it's, eventually, it's a tough. It's a it's an interesting choice, and it's an interesting choice that we're going to have to make for all these big releases for you know presumably the next four or five. Well, six Well, if months. they have a system in place which lets you import yeah, a character yeah, yeah. from the previous game, yeah. other well, but, than that, but, it's I mean, basically even, just preference. even at the same time, like <clears throat> if a great game comes out in, I mean, say Red Dead Redemption comes out, and it's I think that's September. Mm-hmm. But do I want to play a lesser version? Of Red Dead by getting on my Xbox and having to wait for the Xbox, you know, the Scorpio version of it to come out, or do I want to play it immediately? My my PlayStation Pro. Well, so. is Scorpio going to do the same thing the PS4 Pro did, where it's like, hey, if you make a game, it has to play on the original yeah, 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 Xbox. Yeah, yeah. they'll all they'll all play on patches. all of them. Okay. Um, but it, I don't think they have to necessarily offer a patch. I mean, you'd think they would, right? They um, don't have to, but. You got to think they will. Yeah, you just have to assume they will because, yeah. uh, yeah. It's just, it's an interesting time to be playing video games. Mm -hmm. So. Napa Know How. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're going to talk some Switch for a little bit. Yeah, interesting times for games indeed. Right, so, yeah. The Nintendo Switch is amazing. Yes. I love this thing. I do too. Um, I am disappointed to find out, though, that it is a possibility that on games that are physical releases, uh, that Switch games may 
often cost more than their counterparts on the PlayStation and Xbox if they don't sell for a full $60 retail. Right. So, for instance, Rhyme, which is coming out um, soonish, I think the next two which months. Which I saw a preview to that. God, it looks Finally, and it looks great. Gorgeous. Like that little fox friend, I'm super yeah. excited about that. It looks um, like a super cool game. Yeah, when you said Rhyme, I'm like, is this a musical game? Or <laughs> R-Y-M-E? Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's actually R capital I. Oh, yeah. This is R I, yeah. Yeah. Um, looks super fun, uh, but it's going to retail for $30 on the Xbox, and it's going to retail for 30 bucks on the PlayStation 4, and it's going to be 40 on the Switch because cartridges cost a whole lot more money to make than Blu-rays. Which is just ridiculous to me. Yeah. It really is. Like, there's not a... It's one... You wouldn't think it would be $10 more. Yeah, not ten dollars. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that, maybe that, uh, that coating they put on the cartridge is worth ten dollars. Well, in in all actuality, I mean, if I have to spend ten extra dollars so I don't eat my game, I'm okay with that. I might be tempted to eat it. They are bite sized. Right? I know. I paid ten dollars for this. I'll do whatever I want. But I think the kind of stupid. I mean, and I completely understand why they're doing it too. But if so, rhyme if you can buy it retail for forty, you would think that then, hey, if the cost is. The cartridge, then the I cartridge. can buy it digital for thirty, right? Yeah, and Nintendo yeah, yeah. is not allowing them to do that. So your your physical price and your digital price are always going to be the same for these Nintendo cartridges that are going to presumably cost ten dollars more for a game. Which hopefully this is going to cause enough of a uproar, and maybe it'll hurt actual sales enough to where they'll be like they'll rethink it. Yeah, because I can't imagine that that ten dollars extra for a cartridge game is really something that's going to fly. Well, not not necessarily just fly, but it's not. It's purely a profit thing. You gotta think, right? like ten dollars. Yeah, um, it just doesn't make sense. And I mean, I guess the the flip side of that is is by paying that extra ten dollar price, you then also have a game that you can take with you to work, like Adam does. Right? Yeah. So you know, <laughs> if if the mobility, yeah, if if you are all about playing games on the bus or playing games. Wherever you in go, traffic. in traffic, in traffic, <laughs> don't there's an a tanker has rolled over <laughs> on I five, and you have to wait in traffic Very... for all the fuel to be siphoned to a new truck. You can bust out your Nintendo Switch while the taco <laughs> truck opens, and you can go buy tacos in traffic. If you're listening and you're wondering what Dylan's talking about, so we're based in Seattle, and last week or the week before, a propane tanker flipped over on I five South right outside of downtown and because it was a flammable explosive situation they shut down i-5 basically right after rush hour both directions north and south for yeah. eight hours while they siphoned and removed this truck and out just, of the just way. imagine the busiest most important freeway in whatever city you live in that's i-5 it runs yeah. from here all the way to mexico <laughs> yeah shutting that down in the middle of the day for the rest of the day yeah. and if only the switch was out at that point. Right, he could have played. It and, would have been fine. Like no one would like, care. We're like, why would you play games in traffic? Well, interestingly enough, in the middle of that whole thing, there was a taco truck stuck on I five, and they started serving food. They were like, "Well, we're here for the day, so let's make some money." I'm sure and they, they started serving. It. Yeah, I'm, you I'm got to sure, be kidding me. Yeah. They made money. I'd be so hungry. <laughs> like if I get stuck in traffic and I eat all my snacks like the previous day or something because I try to keep snacks in my car, mm-hmm. or my mom gets really upset with me. It is like, why don't you have snacks in your car? The most frustrating thing about this is Dylan weighs like I don't know a third of me. I don't ever have car snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I get real grumpy. And high metabolism. Yeah. It's it the fast. most unfair thing on this planet. He's seven foot nine and right. weighs eighty five pounds. I'm hate it. It's it's not 
really efficient on the wallet right. <laughs> to Valid. be this hungry all But the could time. you imagine, though, if you were stuck, and we'll get back to the, the game thing, of course, that we're actually here for, but could you imagine being stuck on I-5 in the middle of the day, eating a burrito, and then still being there eight hours later? <laughs> and not all being, the burritos and, are probably gone at that point? Yeah, and everybody around you has had burritos, yeah. and they're still stuck in their cars, it, too. It could be a different kind of explosive. Right, yeah, the propane Seriously. was not the biggest danger there. Nope. Oh, that's nope. hilarious. But uh, anyway, yes. so now that we've proved that a switch is invaluable in times of crisis. Yeah, yeah. I just I, it'll be interesting to see how that extra $10 pays out. Uh, next thing, this is really interesting. Go, go ahead and talk about this, Adam. I like this a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this morning when I was uh, waking up and going through the news just to see what was going on in the world because I like to stay on top of things, um, I noticed this really cool headline. Uh, and the headline is, this blind gamer got to play ping pong with his wife, all thanks to the Nintendo Switch. And I was thinking, what is that all about? Well, it turns out because, like we were talking about earlier, all the tech going into the Switch, and specifically the Joy-Cons, with the the rumble and all the audio cues coming from the Switch when it comes to the game, 1-2-Switch, it's opening up video games for a whole new uh, realm of players, area of players, that have only had very limited kinds of things to play in the past and it had to be games that were specifically targeted towards them with these audio cues um but yeah so it's a guy his uh oh it just did the thing so uh, anyway this guy's name is rich maroney he went blind in 2002 lost his sight due to diabetic retinopathy which is a thing um but anyway he uh, he and his wife, they got the Switch when it came out on March 3rd, and with 1-2-Switch, all the different mini-games, they started playing games. And because of the haptic feedback, he can play games with his wife, which yeah, is a really, really like, cool. that's really For cool. For the first time in 15 years. Yeah. yeah. And it said he could play... Uh, so there's 28 mini-games that come on 1-2-Switch. He and his wife together, or he by himself if he wanted to, 22 of those 28 games. That's pretty cool. He could play. So yeah. the safe crack game, the the quick draw game, all of that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we mentioned really, or if you're not super familiar with 1-2-Switch yet, all the games aren't, you don't really ever have to look at the screen. Yeah. It's all about looking yeah. at your opponent, which isn't really part of the game, but the idea is that you're not looking at the screen. It is all... I think some of them are actually harder if you're actually looking at the screen for the most part. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's all feel. And, like, the ping pong game is kind of interesting, I guess, reminiscent of Wii Tennis, right? But Mm -hmm. it's all based on hearing the ping pong ball hitting the table and finding that rhythm to slap the ball back and forth. So, totally. Yeah, it's it's, amazing. It's it's a really cool story. And, I mean, so according to this particular report, there's over 7 million people who've got some kind of a visual disability in the U.S. alone. So if the Nintendo Switch finds a way or if the developers find a way to really tweak the games towards people in that situation or with that specific type of, you know, thing... Uh, it's just a whole new market for them. So, I mean, good for the developers. Money-wise, they'll make money, but it, what a great way to bring a video game to a group of people who've never been able to play it before. I wonder if, I wonder if there was any purpose to that or if it just is happy coincidence because, I mean, you're really right. If it's, if- I mean, they thought, so Nintendo thought about coating the cartridges in a in a bitter film yeah. to make people not eat it, so you kind of want to think maybe, maybe... it was an idea. Yeah. Maybe it was an idea. I mean, and if it wasn't, you're right. Like, that could be that could be a whole new market segment that of people that can't play games that, that potentially could. That's really mm-hmm. cool. That's really yeah, cool. Super cool. Did how did they find this game? Like how did they think, hey, that's a good question. Yeah, I wonder if they thought about it beforehand or if oh, they yeah, got it know. and just like, it... oh, I could totally play that game. I yeah, know. I don't think because he says his wife plays Zelda all the time, so I'm I'm assuming she's just a gamer. They that probably, she's just a they, gamer. They probably got one at launch, picked up the 
two, two games, games. <laughs> that were out, and they found out, hey, yeah, I can actually play can, this. You can play this. That's so cool. I think yeah, yeah. there is a little element of coincidence there. I like it. And mm-hmm. I wonder, I, that's that's real neat. So. It kind of makes me wish there was like audio like on the actual Joy Cons too, though. Because I don't oh, think there is. I don't think there's speakers on there. Yeah, not like the Wiimotes. Not like the Wiimotes, or not oh, like yeah, the yeah, not like the speakers in the Wiimotes. Those things were terrible. It, you know, the directional audio on that is good enough that I don't think I would have thought that there wasn't though. Like, oh yeah, because the the sound that yeah. comes out of the little speakers on the it's Switch good. itself, yeah. it's it's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a little feel good story I ran across this morning. Thought it was really cool. <clears throat> All right. So up next. Oh, that was for me. I'm like, Overwatch. Yeah. Excellent setup, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, next. He's practicing. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we talk Overwatch a lot on this podcast, um, which is strange because I don't think any of us play it a ton. Um, like, we all play it casually except for Adam. Um, but I, I think just it's, don't play it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think play it's it above a, casually. Oh, that's true. You are but, actually... But not not hard. You could play competitively now. I did, I need more friends to play Overwatch with on the Xbox One. I need, I need more friends. Willing to buy it on uh, PS4 <laughs> for friends. Adam. That's why I play so many video games. Adam. I don't have any friends. <laughs> Adam. But, oh uh, but I think it's just because, I mean, it's such a huge part of the culture right now. I mean, mm-hmm. Overwatch, I think they just released it. They've sold 25 and a half million copies of it or something. So, That's I mean, a lot. a lot of people are playing that That's game right game now. Game of the Year winner. Yeah. It's only you know, been out for a, almost a year now? No, I don't even think a year. It was May. Was it? Something. I thought it, it was, was last spring. I thought it was later in the year. But anyway, you Might know, it's, it's a terrific game. And I, I'm just so interested by the meta and the constantly evolving nature of it. So we, we do talk about it a lot. And this is something that we don't talk about a lot, though, is that if you only play Overwatch, you may not even be aware that there's a huge story behind Overwatch. And it's not told in the game. But, I mean, like, there's there's comics and there's like animated shorts they, they've created all this story behind it that isn't necessary to play the game but is interesting if you're interested in it um overwatch is actually almost like a story about like good versus evil and there's good heroes and bad heroes and and how they all connect but um a story came out last week um that in one of the comics, uh, I think a couple a couple of weeks ago, it was it was not recently. It was early in the year. Um, Symmetra, who is one of the the characters in the game, mentioned something about being on the spectrum, and a couple of people wrote in to people at Blizzard and said, like, is is she saying that she's autistic? And one of the lead guys at Blizzard wrote back, um, actually said, like, this is actually via letter, not not even via email. Oh, wow. Um, and amazing. said, yeah, you know, that's exactly it, is that she, you know, has some degree of autism. And, and that was really, like, it blew up all over the Internet. And it was super impactful to people to to realize that, that this game included people that were like them. Um, and And... Blizzard has done a really good job about that in Overwatch. I think it's a really powerful thing for people to to be able to play games that represent them. Um, and and in addition to that, uh, you know, Overwatch is very multicultural. It has people of all genders and races. I mean, people are purple. People are purple. <laughs> Some people are robots. So um, and they all kind of get along. Yeah, and they. I don't think so. I think they no, literally they, are at they, war. They are. <laughs> but, oh, you know, it's couple, actually very complicated. Yeah, and then some of them are like mercenaries, shades of gray. So I, I also found out very recently that Bastion is actually non-gendered. He is he is neither male nor uh, he it is neither male nor female. He's it just, is a robot. He's literally a robot. <laughs> oh wow! So, see, yeah. I've never played. I don't know any of these characters. I mean, every once in a while, I'll see the short like when they release a new character. What is it, Orissa? 
last week yeah. or the week before. Like I've, I've seen shorts here and there, but I've never never really delved into the yeah, I really stories need to start reading the comics. Uh, maybe three months ago, two months ago, I want to say that they, they in the comics again they released that Tracer is gay and that she's got a girlfriend and again hugely impactful for people that you know identify that way and it's you know and again some people were real pissed about it too because oh, yeah. people are stupid well and i mean i remember when i was it the, was it the sims game I, i'm sure it was a sims game um yeah when they were able to make two male characters or two yep. female characters you know have a relationship people lost their mind yeah. and i want to say that they were quick to kind of patch that out yeah yeah yeah, um, oh, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and it was, was accidental. That was like yeah. ten years ago, yeah. at least. It's been a long time. And now you see it. It's it's common in so yeah. many games. The Witcher and Mass Effect. Like it's it's. Well, see, it's I've not played very, those games either. But you so bought I feel The Witcher? Like, no, no, I no, did My not brother buy the bought Witcher. The Witcher. You should buy mm-hmm. The Witcher. It's real good. Um, I know, but yeah, there's Go 80, buy. 90 hours of your life away. But I just think I think I think Blizzard should get some kudos for for very purposefully. That was not a word. Purposely. Purposely. <laughs> There's like an extra three There's, syllables there. was a word there. in there, though. Um, making a game that includes everyone. Um, it's, it's I think, something the game industry, the game industry, I, I don't want to say as a whole, but especially indie games and, and big parts of the AAA games are are very progressive and forward-thinking mm. in that way. And it's I think that Blizzard should get a shout-out for, for making that as part of their game. I think it's cool, too, that them as a company, when they... Because before it was like, oh, yeah, here's this gay character over here. Oh, here's this thing over here or yeah. whatever. Now they're just kind of like, it's a big, giant middle finger to everybody, to all the haters and all the, the naysayers and nasties or whatever you yeah. want to call them that are out there that are bitching and pissing and moaning about well, it. And I think the cool thing about it, too, is it wasn't even it wasn't even an announcement. It wasn't yeah. like like Blizzard didn't make any big deal about it. It was just right. like, here's this comic. Go read it. Exactly. Know? Um it's it was cool, but I think it also fits really well within the game because there's such a variety of characters. Exactly, and it, the story lends itself to the way the game plays. It's like there is a character for you, right? Yeah. So it, it it's cool that the backstory kind of fits within the context of how the game actually plays. Even though when you play Overwatch, none of that is even apparent whatsoever. Whatever. Right? It yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah, I, I enjoy <clears throat> I enjoy game studios though that take that extra step and and give. A, you know, a shooting game, a backstory like uh, uh, Team Fortress 2 did that too, where they released all these funny little vignettes trying to, you know, here's what a pyro does. Here's what, <laughs> you know, and they were funny and really good. So yeah. I, it's it's cool when they can do that. Um, Mages of Mistralia is doing that right now. Actually, it's a game that's going to they've got a Kickstarter actually starting. Uh, I'm going to say tomorrow. Actually, yeah, tomorrow when this releases, it's on the 16th. Um, but their entire, so they're releasing this kind of cool role-playing kind of Zelda-ish game. And, uh, but the entire backstory for it is actually being pre-released in comic books. So you can go read the comics now, and then when the game comes out, you'll know what all the backstory cool. is. Yeah, it's cool stuff. That's cool. This, yeah. this kind of like reminds me of really old-school games, though, right? Like, right. You used to, <laughs> Where like, you had to read the manual. You had a book, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Like, all the backstory in Mario... That you never actually play in the game, other yep. than you, I mean, you go fetch Peach from 100 castles per game. <laughs> Not that castle. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You or you fight Ganon over and over, yeah, and yeah. he keeps coming back. I don't, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, like, so much of the game was in the book that came yep. out the game. Now games don't even come with books. But it's, it's kind of nice, though, because it, it focuses on... All these games are really good, yeah. and you, they're never weighed down by the story or some bad third act that you don't finish the game or anything. Yeah, you, the story's optional, you, which which is cool. I mean, yeah. I really I really enjoy that. Yeah, so. I uh, I was as an aside though, I was totally weirded out the, when I opened my 
Breath of the Wild and open up the package and there's literally not a single piece of paper in there. Oh, yeah. Like, no. there's no, there's not even that pretend manual that's just like a picture on the front. You open it, it's a single page and you close it's it. Like, it's empty. This little teeny flash drive inside of this cracker. massive case. Right. And you know, and to go just to, to the whole back when we talked about the how certain games are going to cost $10 more on the Switch. Yeah. Do you think that they could cut that $10 cost? Down by making if the packaging they made the smaller. packaging actually the size of the actual right? game. Why are we still making like packaging in Journal That's just it's like there's your ten dollar cost cutting yeah. tool right there. Give yeah. us uh, how make that that as online? someone who's worked retail before, like you gotta have a box to put it in. Like, I know, you know, but come on. Right. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just, let's just download it. Online only. Everything I, like, online. I, I would be hundred percent behind that. Like I I buy I would buy everything that way, except that oftentimes online games are more ex- or digital games are more expensive than the box copies, which is ridiculous. Silly. But I understand why, though. So. It's because they don't have to put them on sale. Like in a store, you put them things on sale because you need shelf space. Yeah. And online, there's no such thing as shelf space. So, but right. yeah, no, I. And now we're selling online codes in stores. Like, right. What? <laughs> That's my favorite thing. What? The uh, if you bought. Uh, what do I want to say? If you bought some of the collector's editions that have come out recently, so you actually buy the collector's edition and they don't actually come with the game anymore because they don't know like what you'll like. They can't say, Hey, here's the collector's edition of mass effect Andromeda. It comes with this giant, like, and I don't know that one specifically, but it comes with like a remote control car. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oftentimes they don't come with the game anymore because there's so many separate SKUs for every single game. And, and most like a GameStop will get one or two of them, not an Xbox, you know, one and a PlayStation four. And, uh, so it's weird. It's weird stuff. We went off on a tangent. Yeah, it's all right. Retail's good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yay, Blizzard. So good let's talk about that. And this is actually a perfect segue, though. We're going to talk about online games, uh, mm-hmm. digital distribution stuff from PlayStation Now, which we talked about maybe two episodes ago, three episodes ago. Yeah, because PlayStation Now is going to discontinue their support for the Vita, the TVs, and... The PlayStation... Three? Three. And I want to say, like, the, the PlayStation TV, the little, like, they have a set-top box, too. Oh, I didn't. I don't even put that on my radar because it's not. It's a thing. They're still trying to sell it. Well, the, I know that the PlayStation View, the service itself, that's a thing, and that's PlayStation View V U E. You've not no heard of that this, is. really. It's no. it's so there's Sling TV, there's uh, PlayStation View, and then there is the Dish Network or Direct TV version. They're all online streaming oh. services, and they're similar to your cable cable package, but they're. A third of the cost. And is that what you have to have the little box for? You don't have to have the box Oh, see, for but they it. make no. a little box, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You can, well, I mean, you can use it on the box, but you can also stream it direct to your TV if it's enabled and uh, uh, to your PS4 sure, or sure, your sure. PC. Anyway. Anyway. That's a different thing. Totally different thing. But anyway, so they discontinued all that, and people were kind of wondering, like, why would you do that? That seems real awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I can't say that for sure this is relevant, but uh, they announced that soon... Um, they didn't say what soon is, but soon there will be certain PS4 games that will be available on PlayStation Now, which is kind of cool. Um, it's really cool. The you know the funny thing is I read that album, so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then someone pointed out to me like, hey, you may not ever need to, you might not have to own a PlayStation 4 in order to play PlayStation 4 games. I'm like, oh, that's why it's cool. Oh, <laughs> but I love my PS4. Yeah, you know, but it's, I mean, but for people that... I mean, and I guess you have to do the math too. Um, it's twenty bucks a month, so every year you're cu- talking two hundred and forty dollars. That's about the cost of a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I mean, that doesn't include the cost of the games. So, right. is it is it depending on how many how many PlayStation Four games is that worthwhile? I think twenty bucks a month is 
a bit pricey I think it's a, for a game service. I agree. I really outrageous. do. Outrageous. I think, I think it's at least... I don't know if it's outrageous. outrageous. I, I, no. I don't know if it's outrageous. If they're putting, like, quality, like, not just quality games, but, like, you also get access to the big AAA titles that are 60 bucks a pop, I think that it would be... I would be more inclined to pay the $20 a month if it included those big games, yeah. I which think, I know it's probably not to start. I think it's outrageous for PS3 games. Like, that's just dumb. Um, but, and I don't think it's ever going to be like first run stuff, but I think it could be like Netflix where, you know, Hey, this game came out six months ago or seven months ago and now it hits, you know, and if that's the case, then it's 20 bucks a month is maybe still a little expensive, but probably not 10 to 15. Yeah. And that's, I I think if it's got, if it's got six months old, old triple A games on it, 15 bucks a month is great. Yeah. Um, I would like it to be 10. And I mean, I don't think I'd ever actually. Right. I don't know. the The funny thing is, is so this really compares almost directly now to Xbox Game Pass that they are previewing right now. And I wish I could remember how much that cost. It seemed like it was less than twenty. I though. think that one was like ten. Bucks. Ten bucks. And yeah. so, so then the question is, is which would you rather have a streaming service where you don't have to download and install these games, or one where you actually get physical copies that live on your computer for as long as they're on the service. Right. Dig- digital copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, is, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I like, the idea, I like the idea of streaming. Yeah. I really do, because then it's like, then you don't have to, let's say that maybe drives the costs down because you don't have to have storage or you don't have to have this you don't yeah. have to, since you don't have to have an actual PlayStation unit to play yeah and that that is a that is a big storage. that is a big difference so that's cool but at the same time 10 bucks a month and oh i eat up you know 10 gigs of storage every month and then swap well, them out at the end of each month or whatever and i mean the reality too is is i mean the performance is always going to be better for a title that lives locally on your computer yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's always going to be and like depending on where you live and depending on what the data caps in your area are like i don't know how much it i don't know how much data a streaming a game eats up but i've got to think it's about the same amount of data that watching a you know right. full res movie on netflix does which cuz i want to say well no i was reading a different article but i'd imagine i'd imagine you'd want to have a 10 meg download at least oh probably way more than that but yeah well i mean like minimum for netflix is about eight or ten and so i would think to get low latency and and you know to actually have these games be playable you've got to have pretty pretty good internet um and you know i don't know how stuff like that works i'm just like it's the internet it works i don't think i want to stream games yeah it doesn't seem i still have not done it i'm waiting there's a couple services that are going to open up pretty soon um uh, GeForce, the graphics card maker, have one mm-hmm. that's coming, and there's another one that I can't remember the name of offhand, but both of them are PC based. And I, I want to try them. Um, well, see, I've tried PlayStation. And you now. said it worked pretty good. I played, I've played yeah. PlayStation now, and it worked fantastic. Yeah. That's I played Last of Us first on there. I played a couple other games on there because I had it free, and I tried yeah. it out for the week or whatever, and I really, really liked it. Yeah. I had just gotten the PS4. We just gotten our TV. And it was I could play it on either that on either the PS3, the PS4, or my TV, and it worked flawlessly. I wonder what the difference between I mean, because when you think about the difference in resolution between a PS3 game and a PS4 game, like most PS3 games were maybe 1080, 30 frames a second, but probably I would guess more of them were like that seven to twenty, seven twenty to nine hundred, mm-hmm. you know, resolution and maybe thirty frames a second versus a lot of a lot of PS3 game or PS4 and especially PS4 Pro games are right. 1080 or 4K. Checkerbox 4K yeah. and 60 frames a second. I wonder what the difference in ability to how those would stream would be. I mean, obviously a lot more bandwidth, but... Cord. 
But I think it also, you know, if you're someone who has a data cap, that is is a problem. Um, it could, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly how it would work, but it, it could definitely be problematic mm. um, and expensive and expensive. So <laughs> anyway, interesting. Um, yeah, I'll try it out if they offer a free trial again. Uh, which I don't know if I'll qualify, qualify. since I've already done it I'll once. Check it out, but I'll still try it again. Yeah. just because I really like it. I, you know, and I've been I've been kind of meaning to try the trial. The trial is unfortunately short too. Like it really seems like seven days is not enough for me to. Really well, see we've if seen I want all it. the games you can play in seven days. Cliff, so don't tell us <laughs> that a week's not long enough. You're the only one that can get your money <laughs> that, for that's free. <laughs> Very all valid. All right. Up next, my cousin Vinny. Hey, Vinny. How you doing? Vinny is How good. You doing? He <laughs> was lucky and went to PAX East, as opposed that's to me. I think it's a long way from us. It is. A, well, and where quite, was that? It's in Boston. And actually, like Boston? as much Boston? as I wanted to go, is it down um, in the Hobby Yard? Yes. I. <laughs> do they serve clam chowder? I'm sure they do. It's um, really good. It's not. No, it's really. <laughs> Are you good. sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah it's um, real good. I, there's actually a bunch of developers that I follow on Twitter who are still stuck in Boston because of the oh. snow. So, you know, like the good side of PAX East is PAX East was real fun. The downside of PAX East is we might still be living there oh, in the no. airport. So, oh. But he had a great time. PAX is, I've went the last two years to PAX Prime, and it's phenomenal. It's so much fun. You get Where's to that? Just, here. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go to PAX Prime this year. I would like to. I'm very excited. I think we I think should have a Boston four days. Um, is it in Boston? No, it's yeah. in Seattle. It's at the convention center. Um <laughs> But uh, he he played a bunch of games at PAX East. Um, he said he loved the new Friday the Thirteenth game. I've seen the previews of that that just looks amazing. Right, looks really. Good. I can't wait. So is that kind of like the Evolve game? I, where it's like a four v one. I think so. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, he also played a game called Sundown, which was completely off my radar. Like hundred percent, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything about it, and it looks so dang fun. We watched the trailer cool, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. it's like a multiplayer. Um, it's a four-player on friends. one map kind of thing where you can where you're all looking at the same thing, um, but the maps are really dark and it's overhead, and so you can really only see the other people on your map when they fire at someone or if they enter these lit spaces. So you have to be very careful about when you shoot because as soon as you shoot, everyone knows where you are. Uh, it looks really, really, really fun mm-hmm. in that kind of like couch co-op-y, kill your friends kind of way. So because uh, <laughs> you know. That's how I like to pass time is killing my friends. Exactly. Guns with right? friends. Guns with friends. Guns with friends. <laughs> we need to trademark that now. Right? <laughs> um, he also played Mass Effect multiplayer, which I am super excited about. I'm actually going to start playing that tomorrow. Uh, it's available early access tomorrow. So. Mm. Um, Fancy. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, but his question for this week was actually, what games from PAX did you, I mean, obviously we didn't go, but, you know, there's a lot of news generated that. What were you excited about? Um, and I don't know, did you guys keep track of PAX at all? Not really. Not really, but I saw one thing in particular that popped up. That, Tell me about it, Dylan. Uh, Mr. Shifty. Which I, I love the name of. It's real cool. So if if someone was at PAX like East that. and saw this, um, tell us more about it. I just saw a little video. And it's very similar to Hotline Miami. Um, which, as oh, you recall, yeah. the top-down yeah. shooter. And that's going to be a Switch game, um, right? Yes, and this is coming to PC and Switch. But the the difference between this and like Hotline Miami, it's very similar. Uh, it's got a cool art style as well, but you have this Nightcrawler-esque ability to teleport short distances. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, so you're able to dodge your enemy's attacks, whereas Hotline Miami is very much about moving through the environment and hiding sure. behind corners and stuff and being able to really quickly pop around and aim in all the right directions, kill all the baddies, win the level. <laughs> so this one, the it'll be very similar, um, 
but you're able to hop around. So it's still very, it probably is even faster paced because you can constantly be moving around nice. and dodging with your short range teleport. But this is one of those games where I think if the Switch gets titles like this, that's where the, those systems are really going to shine. And someday maybe you'll even own one. Yep. Yeah, one stay. It was in my cart. Yeah. And it we, sold out. It, it shopped. It, I got a text like, hey, they're at Walmart. And literally, I'm like, Dylan, get over oh, here. Was putting in all his Within information. Yeah. Hit some send. It's like, oh, sorry, so there's none in your out. cart. They sold out in five minutes Within, or two minutes. Within five minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, they expect to ship two million by the end of March. And it would have yeah, been here. It's it the fastest selling console. Friday. Oh. It's crazy. It's the fastest selling console Nintendo's ever had in the first five days. So that's insane. Faster and I, they've than the already week. like halfway through the month, they've already hit their first month sales goal. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, set that goal high enough. Make more consoles. Right. Yeah, right. What are you doing? It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a lot of Twitch. I follow on uh, Twitch a ton of developers, so I, I got to see everyone saying how cool Twitch was from kind of the other side of things. Um, a couple of games that I'm super excited about is uh, Pyre, which is. Uh, do you, are you guys? Did you play Bastion? Or I, I own it. That's good enough. I'm starting to turn into you. I've never played it, but I own it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like that. Uh, they made Bastion, and this is kind of a like a cross between like almost an adventure game and a role playing game. Looks real fun. Coming out sometime this year. I'm excited about that. Um, Rhyme, which I know you've that seen. That I've seen, and I am excited about I want that. that little fox dude. They had mm-hmm. a, that was one of the things I kept seeing is they, I don't know if they had one or they were giving away a bunch of them. They were giving away these little teeny stuffed foxes. They were so cute. <laughs> I really wanted one of those. And it, it, I mean, from what I gathered from that game, it almost looked kind of like a Zelda. Yeah, I think it's going like to be very Zelda. Zelda. And the good news is that th- that is actually coming to the Switch, too. We actually talked about it earlier in the podcast. It's the one that confirmed the $10 mm-hmm. more. So I don't think I'm going to buy it on the Switch, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, looks real good. Um, Ublitz is a right yeah it's an adorable like um pokemon pokemon slash like um oh what's that farming game not farmville, farmville. Uh, animal, uh, animal crossing oh, animal yeah it's crossing. like a like a yeah, pokemon that. animal crossing mashup that looks super fun um pokey crossing pokey crossing i think that's actually a next year release but that one looks really fun too all right um and then flint hook which is like a Spider-Man-y kind of roguelike. You have a hook that you use to go around all these levels. Um, I played it at ID at Xbox last year. It's super fun. It's coming out, I think, next month. So that was a cool one that uh, I saw a lot of buzz about at uh, PAX, too. But uh, great question. I uh, PAX is fun. Like, there's just, like, literally, if you live anywhere around Seattle, go to PAX Prime. If you live anywhere around Boston, go to PAX East. If you live anywhere in Texas, drive to wherever in Texas it is, go to PAX South. And there's also a PAX Australia. Ooh, so, let's PAX go there. Barbecue. Right? <laughs> yeah. What? I was thinking Texas. Pa- yeah, PAX oh, and Barbecue. PAX and barbecue like, or PAX yeah. and Kangaroos. I'm down for Yeah, that. either. Or Barbecue Kangaroos. I don't really think that's a thing. I don't think it is either. Oh, yeah. The, you, sure it is. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Any of our Australian li- listeners, if you could confirm barbecue kangaroo, that would be great. I don't well, think we have any Australian like, listeners. We might. People, we very well people could. eat them. People eat kangaroos? <laughs> there was an exotic like burger joint. You know, actually, now that you say that, my brother's from, eat And you kangaroo. can eat like, lions and ki- Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was at, when I was, when I had a layover in Boston and then flew up to Toronto and we went to like the world's best Farmers, it's like one of the top farmers Did markets. They have like ground kangaroo. And, well, they had yeah, they had kangaroo <laughs> burger and stuff. I forget, my brother yeah, actually had... bought ground kangaroo at Sprouts. I don't. Do we have Sprouts in Seattle? I don't think so. That's it's a like negative. A, yeah, I'm guessing it's like a Whole Foods. Huh. So I'm yeah, very I, distraught I, right now about this whole kangaroo business. You don't have to eat a kangaroo. Yeah, they had. Ca- I kind of want to though. They had kangaroo. <laughs> they had camel. They had. Um, 
Uh, everything. As, as a vegetarian, I don't like where this conversation's going. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really into it either. I had shark jerky once, though. Ew. Mako shark. That sounds real gross. Anyway. I need to go. And we gator. need to go. We need to go. Yeah, I need to go eat food with you somewhere. This sounds gross. Let's yeah. just go anyway. eat pizza. Pizza's awesome. It's real Pizza's fishy. Good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, cheap free games. Yes, cheap and free. As I say every week, if you do not, if you own a PlayStation, get PlayStation Plus. It's worth it. If you have an Xbox, especially get... coming up soon with PlayStation Plus. Uh, oh, drawn... have you got the insider info? Drawn to uh, drawn, oh. drawn to death is free for PlayStation Plus members next month, next month when it comes out. Is it going to be is that released. one of the plus games for next month? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't tell if it was extra or was yeah, part Yeah, I don't of the know pack. if it's part of the package or it's just saying it's being released next week and it will be free to PlayStation Plus. That members. game is hella fun. Hand-drawn third-person shooter. If it's being released, then how have you played it? Uh, I played it at PAX West last oh, year. Son of a... See, we're going to go this year. It'll be great fun. You'll Man. love it. It's really fun, though, because like I, it was like six months ago. It was at the 1st of September. Drawn and so death. right about now is when all the games you play at PAX start coming out. It's real cool. Um, anyway, buy both of those things. They're both worth it. It's EA totally Access worth it. is also totally worth it. Um, if you're a Xbox gamer or a PC gamer, it's just they're, they're silly cheap. Do it. Um, anyway, just as a reminder... Uh, at this point in time, if you did not go, blah, blah, if you did not get Borderlands two, shame on you because it's too oh, late. Yeah, really? Well, I mean, I I own it, but it's yeah. like people who never played Borderlands, and if you start with Borderlands two, it's great. Borderlands one was fun; it was fine; it was whatever. But Borderlands two is really the one where it's just kind of like, look oh, at what we did. They're both spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the pre sequel after that is even better. And I've not played that. Oh, so yeah, much really fun. Good. So anyway. yeah, unfortunately, if you missed that, you missed it. Sorry, you have to buy it. Um. But uh, you can, starting on the 15th, uh, or 16th, sorry, of March, you can get Evolve, which we talked about last time. Like, God knows how that's going to work. Um, being a free-to-play <laughs> game on PC and, you know, getting dropped by developers and so on and so yeah. forth. But you can also get Heavy Weapon, which is that terrible, like, flash-looking game from PopCap. So that's not something <laughs> I'd recommend, although I'm very excited to try it because it just looks so bad. Um, we should probably support local yeah, support local. support local. Ones. I mean, if you live here. I drove by there the other day when yeah. I was stuck in traffic. It was great. Good enough. They had a cool um, sign. They're like zombies creeping on it. That's awesome. So. Um, you can also still get uh, Layers of Fear, which I played and I finished and it was real fun. So that is it for Xbox. Um, PS Plus is not going to be announced for a couple weeks. Um, although there are already six games out, you should get all them too. Oh, yeah. um, uh, but PlayStation has a sale going on right now um, that's Really cool. It's a lot of indie games that I'm a big fan of, and it goes through now through it goes for a while. I think through April April 11th. April 11th. So yeah, this one's one. So that I've you already can, started buying on it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, the four games that I would and so what the deal is is they're all indie games. They're all twenty bucks, but they're buy one get one free. Um, although apparently you can only get that deal once per cart. So if you want six games, you can you have to get like three separate transactions, oh. um, which is weird. Silly. But, yeah, but whatever. Um, the Banner Saga 2 is in that. Um, Firewatch is in that. Gone Home is in that. And Which Oxenfree. those are the two I brought. Uh, Firewatch bought, and Gone Home. Yeah, and I love, I've, I loved Gone Home, and I'm in the middle of Firewatch right now, and I'm loving it. I'm probably, I'm going to say maybe a quarter of the way through it, and okay. it's great. It is, it is literally one of the most, like, I'm not going to say it's beautiful in the same way that, like, um, Horizon Zero Dawn is beautiful, but it's beautiful in that just, like, stylized, gorgeous kind of way. It's all set in, like, the kind of high Wyoming you know, forest, mm-hmm, and it looks mm-hmm. just like because the high Wyoming forest looks a ton like the high Utah forest, which I've spent a lot of time in. Um, 
it just it looks like it. It makes you feel like you're walking through trees. It's oh, nice. absolutely amazing. Nice. Um, but those four games, I would highly recommend. You could spend forty bucks and get you know none of them are real long either. Um, I mean that's probably only like maybe fifteen or twenty hours worth of game. <laughs> but for forty bucks to get that many high quality. Yeah, like awesome games. You just I've, can't. I've never heard of Gone Home. Gone Home is so good. Yeah, um, and I was watching. I watched the trailer because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to buy. It's a walking I simulator. Going to be the one. It's just a walking simulator, and it's about a girl who literally goes home. Um, yeah. And she gets there, and her front door's open, and none of her family is there, and she has to. Okay, and you yeah. think it's going to be a horror game, like you, you. The, the, oh, the don't first... tell me! Don't tell me! I've not played it. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> It's it's atmospheric. It's beautifully well written. Um, it's done by a group called Fulbright, I want to say, out of Portland. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And they're great. Steve Gaynor, who's like the lead guy on it or the co-founder of Fulbright, is I love to listen to him talk. He's been on a couple podcasts I listen to, and he's just he's such a cool guy and really gets games. Mm-hmm. Um, both of the people that I think made that studio, co-founded that studio, are um, people who did the Minerva's Den DLC for Bioshock Two, which is pretty widely regarded as some of the best DLC you're ever going to play. So people that know storytelling, um, gotcha. it's just it's it's so fun. And again, it's only like three and a half hours, but it was so such a great three and a half. Yeah, hours. and I figured that like for basically ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah, totally worth really that. Firewatch is totally worth that. Um, I have not actually played Oxenfree, but based on, I own it, um, <laughs> but based on other people that like games, it's the kind of same kind of games I like, I think I'm going to like Oxenfree gotcha. too. It's got great, apparently really great writing, great conversation. So cool. definitely if you got a PS4, go buy some stuff. You'll love it. Um, there's a ton of other games on sale too. I mean, there's probably a list of 20, 25 kind of indie games mm-hmm. and just none that I knew, but I'm sure there's some, there's some other there were, stuff And there, there were too. a couple of them in there I want to say that I've already got in my library just based on previous PS Plus yep. giveaways or freebies for the month. Yeah. So make sure you double check your library to make sure you don't pull a clip. I bet you the PlayStation Store tells you that, wouldn't you think? It does, but it's like, is your, it does, but if you're just like flipping through, it doesn't already, it doesn't necessarily right. say it's or in your if, library. Or if you mean you already own them all on Steam. Yeah, so, I was going to yeah. say. But uh, yeah, no, I Ooh. think I, it's a great sale. Go, go buy and yeah, some stuff. Yeah, it's going on until April 11th, so you've got time to decide. Yeah, one other thing I will say that is on sale right now, um, it's for 99 cents. It's a mobile game, and it is called Prune, and I have not played it yet, but I did buy it. Yeah, okay. Um, it's normally 5 bucks, but the reason I'm going to recommend it is I saw someone tweet at the Alto's Adventure developers, and they said, I just finished your game. What should I play next? And they, and they literally said, if I was going to recommend one other game you should play, it should be Prune. So I love their game, so I figure I'd like their game suggestions. But it's on sale for – there's a bunch of kind of games in that genre that that are on sale for a dollar. They're normally like four or five. I think just kind of atmospheric, fun, you know, mobile stuff. Okay. Um, This one actually has to do with like – pruning trees and moving them through things. <laughs> I'm sold on it. Yeah, game. right. I prune trees <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. living. So I'm pruning trees right now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hear it's good. I'm so give it a look. Adam's lying. Um, I am a liar face. But I think that's us for the week. That is us for the week. Um, we are wrapping up our uh, our Lego Dimensions giveaway yep. as of the airing of this. Yeah, we'll release have, of this. It probably will. Let's see. It'll still be going through the end of tomorrow. Okay. So, yeah, if you haven't entered yet, you certainly should and can. Um, okay. And through... when you say end of tomorrow, end of day of release. Yes. Okay, so the end of is, if you're listening to this podcast as On it goes On day of up, release, there's still moments left for you to do it. It yeah, will yeah, end yeah. at essentially midnight 
Thursday the 16th, I believe. Right. And yeah. we will announce our winner. Noti- we'll notify them via email or, or social medias or yeah. whatever. But, uh, as soon as they get back to us, we'll, we'll announce it. So. Yeah, we'll announce Try it on to the win. lines. Adam had so much fun with the box that the game just has to be funner. Yeah. And I played, fun. I played the first hour of it. It's it's a lot of fun. My kid loved it. So, mm-hmm. so give that a try. Um, are we going to announce our next giveaway too? Uh, yeah. How are we, how are we going to do I it? I think we're going to do it on Twitter. We're going to do it on Twitter? Yeah. Just Twitter. Just Twitter. Just Twitter. No, no okay. screwing around this time with other things. So okay. we're going to be giving away a copy of The Witness, yes. which is a super gorgeous puzzle game mm-hmm. um, that is literally unlike any other game you've ever played. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Super fun. Adam and I have both played it. We're, neither of us are good at it. It's but brutally it's, difficult. Yeah, once you get, really once you get past the, the first handful of puzzles that... Are kind of like oh this is this is how you solve these puzzles yeah. so this is the type of puzzle you're going to be playing, and then once you start moving off to different parts of the island, they're just insane. How many yeah. puzzles did they 400 say? Four hundred and something. Yeah, super hard. But they're all very. Have you it's, played this? I don't have that many fingers. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun though. Yeah. Uh, so watch for it on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be like a like us and retweet it kind of. And this is going to deal. be a copy on the PC on PC. Yep. Okay, so so it's a Steam code. Yep, Steam code. All right, so watch for that. Um, obviously, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, Bite Me Podcast. Bite Me Podcast. Same on Facebook. BiteMePodcast.com. You can email us at BiteMe at BiteMePodcast.com. And that's bite, bite with a Y. Bite with a Y. Bite us? No, just bite me. Oh, bite us does work, I believe, too. So, But Where's thank that? you for confusing things, Dylan. I'm mm-hmm. confusing. Myself is confused. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> and you can find us still on YouTube at YouTube.com. Yes, but we but are. We're getting closer. We're real close. We're only 40 subscribers away, I think, from having a uh, a named YouTube channel. So Please subscribe to that thing. It would make me very it's happy. It's really difficult to type in those letters. <laughs> right, and time. we are actually coming up on our 100th video posted. So I would assume we'll hit that probably middle of next week would be All my right. guess. So it's good stuff. Um, we'll have a cake. We have two cakes I want some now. Cake. Right, I love cake. We were supposed to have cake for our two hundred Twitter, Twitter follower, yeah, and that we were was like to have pie on pie day. That was like sixty five followers ago. So we need two cakes now. Okay, Excellent. I'm good with that. One for me, one for you too. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, have a I lovely need a week. Lot of cake. Yeah, I believe it. Bye. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.